0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1283.
1: Do unto others as you have them do unto you, my dear.
0: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts! I am so revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Linda Vaughn. Hey, Linda, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: I got my seatbelt on and my helmet too, because I never know about you.
0: I know I can be a character. Linda Vaughn is perhaps the most photographed personality in the automotive and motorsport history. This year, she was inducted into the Motorsport Hall of Fame. She's entertained
1: fan and has been gotta a, put of America in there, of
0: America. We got to remember that. Absolutely. She's entertained fans and has been a premier marketer of automotive goods for more than 55 years. From her first days as Miss Atlanta Raceway, representing the iconic Hearst brand, through her annual appearances at America's top automotive and racing events, she's engaged her fans with a beautiful smile, an energetic personality, and in her new book, published by CarTech, the first lady of motorsports, Linda Vaughn, takes us on an incredible journey. Through her career in motorsports, I was very lucky to get to meet Linda a few weeks ago at the Classic Auto Show, and I'll tell you, this lady is the real deal. She is a treat, Linda. I've told our listeners just a tiny, tiny bit about you, and before I jump into the questions, would would you
1: take a moment? She's a big head.
0: (laughs) Well, Mark, that was great. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Tell our listeners a little bit about this incredible life that you've had. It's just fascinating to me. What I
1: had. I still have. (laughs) Two weeks ago, I was just put in the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America with Tony Stewart, Dario Franchini, and Dusenberg, and Don Schumacher. I am still doing it, honey. That was the highlight of my life. I was so proud to be nominated (laughs) by my peers. And when Mario was ready, called me and Edsel Ford called me and all these wonderful people to to congratulate me. I was ecstatic. But to be on stage with all of them be the only woman, I loved it, girls. I was the only girl. It was great. But very honored and very humbled.
0: Well, it's just an incredible, uh, another piece, I will say, to your continuing life story. And I had so much fun meeting you at the Classic Auto Show. I mean, it was so great to meet you, and we were sitting there with Lynn St. James. You were on that marvelous panel of women, and as you may know, I've promoted women this entire month here on Cars. Yeah, 21 women back-to-back. Was
1: that women uh, in wheels? Which fantastic. Was great.
0: Women in wheels. Yeah, it was fantastic. Well, you know what I want to ask you, Linda, first off here? Is there some type of a success quote or a mantra that you've lived your life by, something that has meaning for you?
1: Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, my dear. I've always been a lady and always treated, yes, my mama taught me the golden rule, and I've always lived by it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's the perfect way to go through life, right? And I just wish everybody would go through life like that. Well, but I, you I to have. be
1: humble and nice because, you know, the first love a guy has, it's really usually not his girlfriend, it's his car. And I picked up on that at an early age, let me tell you, because all the girls would get jealous because their boyfriends were out in their cars on Friday. And I said, yo, I said, can you cook? If you can't cook, I can cook. Let's cook something, take it down to the garage and hang out with them. And I said, then when they get ready to go buy some beer, I looked older than the rest of them because I was kind of filled out and I knew where to go get it. And I said, I'll make you a deal. I don't drink it. I'll get it for you if you'll let me drive. And my first boyfriend and still my dear friend today taught me how to drive a 57 Chevrolet. And that was the first time I was ever kissed was in the front seat of a 57 Chevrolet. So I got to drive that car all the time.
0: <laughs> uh, well, what's the, that saying? A, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach, right? You That's know, right. just, just uh, feed him, him a great meal. Always yep.
1: worked for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, let me go back in time with you, Linda, here. I want to go way back in time and have you share a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a car girl?
1: Oh, yes. When my brother came home, he had a, a really neat car, and I didn't know what it was. And uh, he told me it was a Corvette and he took me over to the school teacher's house who actually owned the Corvette, and I thought, oh my goodness, I mean, it was just beautiful. I just fell in love with it. Then the 55s, the '56, the 57 Chevys were coming out, and I just fell in love with Chevrolet. I mean, it was just like my favorite ice cream, honey. When I'd see a Chevrolet, I'd stop and turn, and and, and I'd listen to the muffler to see what kind of sound, if it had glass packs on it or not, but I fell madly in love at a young age with cars, and I used to slip off and go the races, and I'd come home on um, uh, Saturday night. My mom would whip me and make me wash my hair to so go to church the next morning. I'd have red Georgia clay. I'd slip off and go to the to the dirt races, and climb a tree, because I didn't have the money to pay for a quarter to get in. I'd climb a tree, and I'd hang up there, and I'd get that sap on me and that dirt on me. And she whipped me about three times in a row. Finally, she goes, I'm going to go down there and see why the heck you're going down there every Saturday night. And she saw how exciting it was, and she understood. And she didn't whip me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I loved it. I loved the sound, the smell, yeah. the taste. I didn't particularly like all that red dust coming up when that track would dry up, though. Boy, I had red, yeah. I had Georgia Red Clay out all over me. <laughs> it was white oh, blonde hair. was funny. Right. I was hooked. Uh, so the I just, Georgia uh, Clay Girl. Go with my my brother and he'd take me to bobby's drive in and i'd sit over there and act like I was all grown up he'd get me a milkshake, and I thought it was hot stuff, and I'd look at all the cars and then when they'd leave Bobby's drive in, they'd go run from bridge to bridge and they 'd run a little drag race, so i'd buckle in and nice. go with him.
0: <laughs> oh man, what a childhood well let let's fast forward a little bit to this career you've had, which is absolutely phenomenal to me you're a marketing genius, but I want you to talk about. A big challenge you faced back in the day as you got into your career, kind of walk us through that. But more importantly, what was the learning lesson that you garnered from that? And tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career.
1: Well, as I grew up and, and having such a wonderful mother, my mother, May, she made my clothes. And then when I started being a race queen, I said, Mother, I can't find anything to fit me. So she started making me cute little outfits because I was kind of big on top and small on the bottom. So she'd make things for me that looked really pretty. She'd starch and iron them. And when I won Miss Hurst-Gilded Shifter, I introduced Mother as a George Hurst. And I took her with me because I wasn't quite of age to travel then the lady oh wanted me to travel so I'd take my mother with <laughs> yeah. me but I'd always have a chaperone and that was my mother or my brother until I got of age because uh, it was working with a lot of men and a lot of uh, fans but I always would treat everybody real sweet and like a lady and when you're when you are reserved and act like a lady you're gonna be treated like a lady. I never had any problems. Although I'd ride on the float on my sexy outfit I'd always change into something nice to go into the pits and to be with the wife and the the driver's family. So I always tried to to make myself a real special person in the pits and and at the tracks. And I turned down Playboy Penthouse and all those things because I made a lot more money leaving my clothes on. Let me tell you. Well, good job. It was too easy to do Playboy Penthouse. No way I was going to do that and embarrass my family. And I took it seriously, and I started studying marketing. And then, of course, George Hurst, Believed in my gray matter because the time 66 rolled around, I was really uh, making shows. And then after the races, he wanted me to go to store, store openings and warehouse shows, like on his Charlie Speed oh. Shop. Places like that and I would go make an appearance and then I'd sell the product. So I got to know marketing and sales. <laughs> yes. And then then the big boys come along, General Motors and the Society of Automotive Engineering wanted me to come to Detroit. So that I had to have a pretty business suit. There again I took my mama with me. <laughs> and uh we just became the family in racing. We really did. And George Hurst really, really, really backed me up. And I told him, I said, You need to do more NASCAR, George. I said, You really need to take care of the shifters. And then we bought up- well, Hurst derhart brakes. And then we had brakes in NASCAR and brakes in drag race. And so it snowballed. And I started working. I worked 134 events in 66 and 67. And I became sick because I got tonsillitis. I could almost kill me an earache on the plane. So I had to break it down oh. to 75 that next year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I became oh my gosh. so busy, Mark. I hired the girls. I hired these beautiful girls called the Herstedt's. So I could loosen the load, and they could go to a lot of the store openings and things, and they would meet at the big races. And then I'd have them all with me, at like at the Indy 500, Daytona 500, the Indy 500, the the uh, Atlanta 500. I'd have the group, and then I'd send them to store openings. And it was a full-time job. So I went from their model and spokesperson to a corporate employee and expense account and a really nice car and just, just snow bombs. And I started buying up my cars and stashing them so when I quit, I was going to have a bunch of nice cars. Unfortunately, I only have two left, but at one time I had 13. 13? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I love the cars. I'm mad at myself because I didn't keep the Pontiac. I really wish I'd kept the Pontiac. Oh, my goodness, I'm so mad at myself. Well, But uh, we were neutral.
0: Yeah, about cars, you know, because I always ask my guests about their first really special car, the first time you were able to get a car that had great meaning for you. Wh- which one was it for you?
1: my first true love was 57 Chevrolet, two-door Miller, hard hardtop, fuel injection, kick button, take names. I'm telling you, I love <laughs> that car. But my first real true love affair I had with a Hurst car, 1972 Hurstel's Pace car with a big Block 455 engine in it. Just went out there in my garage right now. That's my, my uh, love because my mother rode around the Indy 500 with me, James Garner, drove the official Pace car. We had uh, we had uh, 250 50 of our cars in the parade around the track. Every one of them was sold when that checkered flag dropped. No one left anything unturned in that program. Jack Duffy, my PR director, George Hurst, James Garner. What a wonderful, wonderful, excited, exciting time that was. And I cherish those cars. Cherish them. In fact, I just got off the phone was uh, waiting on you to come back. Judy Maggley uh, from the Hearst Olds Fan Club of America called me, and I'm going to make an appearance at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway one oh, more time cool. on my big Hearst shifter for the Hearst <laughs> Olds Club of America in July. Really?
0: Oh, my gosh, how yeah. exciting. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a nice little scoop we got here. Well, I would love for you to talk about this book, The First Lady of Motorsports, Linda Vaughn. Your career is so much bigger than what I realized. I mean, I knew you'd been everywhere and done everything, but after looking and reading your book, I'm like, oh my gosh, this lady was involved in so many things.
1: I'm working on number two right now. Are you really? I wanted to do something, a coffee table edition that you could be proud of and the family was like, and and uh, no insults or no tad tells on anyone. It was just a, a real good basic format I wanted to start with. Uh, and I've written to people and asked them what they would like to hear or see in the next book, and I'm starting to get calls and letters and notes from people because I was scared to death to do it. It took me several years to get it done. And then I became quite ill when my boyfriend passed away. I had a heart attack. And, and when it went into production, I was in the hospital. So I was I was not able to correct some of the mistakes in it. There were some misspelled words that should have been caught by the editors, but little things like that. But it took me a couple of years to get this one done. <laughs> I'm well, so proud it came out. I was really well, you should of you
0: should be, Linda. You know, I was trying to contact you last year when you were dealing with these health issues, and I felt so bad. and. I'm so happy that you're feeling better today. What was one of the biggest challenges in putting this book together, other than obviously losing your boyfriend and the health issues you had to deal with? What made this a big challenge for you?
1: Uh, finding the pictures and finding the time and and in between being ill, uh, trying to get it completed and, yeah. and uh, having a little tangle here and there. Uh, with my associate writer at the time. <laughs> he wrote uh-huh. a bunch yeah. of stuff that wasn't me, it was him. And I said, no, 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 I don't say that. I don't call people names. No, that's right. not me. So we had to, yeah. we had a few little battles, but that's along the way. You know, it's yeah. like when you build a car, you're going to have a few problems along the way. So that's to be right. expected. I know a lot more now. Uh, the mistakes I made in the first book, I won't make in the second book. But yeah. uh, I think yeah. she will be handled a little differently so uh-huh. I can uh, make more money for the family because I didn't particularly know and that my attorney didn't know that much about the production end of things and the cost. It's pretty expensive to do it. Oh, yeah.
0: It so uh,
1: I'm hoping and praying that the next one will make money so I can leave it for my family. My family means more to me than I don't have any children. Their children are my children. My sister's kids are my kids. Yeah. It's so like I told yeah. Mario, kids are my kids. I'm sure kids are my kids. So I want to leave something nice for my kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, no doubt. No and doubt. I have a
1: dog now. I have a oh. dog for the first time in my life.
0: Well, He's now in that the you're. Book. His
1: name is Curly Joe Cocker.
0: <laughs> Curly He's Joe Cocker. His... Now, I like Curly it. Joe Cocker. He loves
1: <laughs> rock and roll music. He's a dude.
0: <laughs> oh, you are too funny.
1: Well, what makes you most proud
0: about this first book that you put together? I mean, it's a, it's a. I loved it. I thought it was great, and I learned so much you. about you that I that didn't made know. Me proud. Yeah. What
1: you just said made me proud. Well, the well, ladies you should like be. it. The kids like it. There's no age limit to it. It's like good music. I just watched the Leonard Skinner special. You know, although they crashed and, and, and a lot of them died, but his music lives on. And I feel like I always tell the young guys, what, like at the Seamus show or why we were talking cars, and every once in a while I go over here to my little beach club and they have a gathering of hot rods over there uh, right at Twilight. So I go over every once in a while in one of my cars and take my dog and and the dudes, I took my Chevy over I got an SS, one of those NASCAR SS's, and I was over there the other night. And they go, what is that? And I said, it's a fast Chevrolet. <laughs> but it's <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: fun to chat. There's no age limit to great cars and great music. So that's what no, I No, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. kept me
1: young and going because after I lost Greg, I had to pick myself back up. And uh, the book kept me going and my dog and the love of my family and, and uh it's just so humbling and so wonderful to know that love's out there. And I'd I'd love to hear from everybody so they can ask me some questions. What would you like to see in the next book? Or, or yeah, yeah. About? Well, one that's, of them, Grumpy I... Jenkins. Yeah, a lot of people oh, yeah? want me to talk about Grumpy and, and Mario. I get all kinds of questions now. I like it. How, how
0: can people reach out to you and ask you questions? What's the best way for them to do that?
1: Uh, P.O. Box 9348 South Laguna. California, nine two six five
0: two. All right, we'll make sure we put that That's on your car's yes, show notes reach page. Me.
1: And if you yeah. want to order a book, they're fifty dollars plus seven ninety five And I personally handle those. Come to my office if you go buy them at Amazon or, or other places. They're not signed. This way, you buy them directly from me, and they're hand signed right here in my office at my house.
0: There you go. There's another scoop for you. So, Linda, I I have a very introspective question. I don't think anyone's probably ever asked you this question, but I'm really curious how you're going to answer it. If you woke up tomorrow and Linda Vaughn was a car, you'd actually been manifested into a car in your garage, what would Linda be and why?
1: It would be all American made.
0: Okay. It would
1: be heavy steel and not plastic. And it would be a great engine, and you know it probably would have to be a Chevrolet.
0: Yeah, I think so. How about something really
1: unique? (laughs) Yeah, an LV. I used used to tell Chevy they should do the the LV Camino. He goes, what's that? And I said, well, you can put things in the trunk and things in the back and they say it looks beautiful and make the El Camino again but name it the LV <laughs> I did I have like an it. LV Camaro named after me by Chevrolet so that was oh, really lovely I love but, it uh, the to wake up, probably would it be sleeping yep. in two cars in my garage one would be the 57 Chevrolet and the other one would be the, the uh, 455 big black Herstow's Pace car
0: Nice, I love with it. Good
1: year tires with Good year meats on it and real heavy bumpers. I love, I love the real stuff.
0: Always the marketer. Well, Linda, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah! sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah! I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks. And their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark, a Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. at karja dot hey Mark Green here from the Karja yeah Podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Karjat yeah TV show? That's right, Karja yeah is now on Mav TV. I visit some of the past Karyaak yeah guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Karja yeah TV. Mav TV is also available on DirecTV, Fubo TV, FiOS by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com dot online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Linda, we are back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that Chevy throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: Check for safety. Keep airing your tires. Check your oil. Make sure you've got a lot of tread and be safe. And I always keep a nose to the ground to find out if there's any leaks or any gas leaks. Make I'm scared to death of fire, so I'm always very conscious. If I smell one thing, I have it checked.
0: Yeah, very smart. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your many successes in life over the years?
1: I'm a Christian.
0: There you go. An honest, kind person. You definitely are. How about a resource? There are so many wonderful resources for us these days. Is there one in particular that's a go-to for you? This could be a website you like or an app, or maybe it's a person in your life.
1: Good prayer. You know, Barry McGuire and I are very close. I'm doing a function for him and his daughter and the youth market this weekend out at Benedict Castle. Y'all might want to look that up, your listeners, Benedict Castle. But I, I love helping the youth and getting them. Involved in motorsports and not drugs, because there's more speed and good speed than there is in bad speed. So I, I encourage okay. the the uh, Protection of America and American lives and children and. Uh, and make America beautiful again. I just uh, I worry a lot about what's going on, and and I treasure what I've learned from my my parents, my grandparents, and George Hurst. And I'm, I grew up in the '60s, and I'm so proud of it.
0: Barry and Nicole have both been guests here on Cars. Yeah, I've known them for many years. Oh, Wonderful yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, they're great. Now, if I could wave a magic wand, Linda, and arrange for you to sit down and have a Nice glass of tea with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased. Who would that be?
1: Well, I adore Leah Coca. I thought it was brilliant. And I thought Leah Coca and Carol Shelby, these are some of my mentors that I love and I've worked with. George Hurst, just to say thank you for believing in me.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, those are some great people, too. Holly
1: Parks, <laughs> Mr. Bill French Sr. <laughs> I mean, there's a number of gentlemen. I'd like to have it to be a round table or the Last Supper because let me tell you, those men taught me so much and I'm so honored and so privileged. You know, even in Smoking Unix Books, he didn't have too much to say nice about women, but he did about me working with me and what a great yeah. uh, mentor he was to me. Yeah. And all the Ed yeah. Cove and Pontiac. I mean, I got to work with the big boys of the big four, and it was fabulous. And I, it's just unbelievable. We did a lot of things with the astronauts and with the, the armed forces and the, and the services and the great generals of our, our times. And I just, uh, I'm just so honored. There's so many books. I hope I live long enough to write them all.
0: Well, your life is so many stories. I can't believe all the people that you hung out with. And that's the next question I ask everybody. But I already know the answer to this. And that is a book you would recommend. Obviously, this book, Linda's first book, The First Lady of Motorsports by Linda Vaughn. You've got to get your hands on this book. It is so cool. And as she mentioned earlier, uh, people can come directly to you. (laughs) There you go. Yep. Just write her a note. She will send you a copy. Send her a check. And she'll take care of that. All right, Linda, we are up to the last question here. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. doesn't matter who owns it or where it is. I'm going to park it in your garage. But there's a couple rules to this little game because you're a very smart lady. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with. That little trick is off the table. You have to keep it and drive it. And it's the only cool collector car you can have. That's what makes it really hard. What would you like?
1: I already told you what I like. <laughs> I you want already a 72-horse pace car and a 57 Chevrolet.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I got to buy you. You know
1: what, I Linda? Drive I
0: them. I have never bought two cars for any guests out of 1,283, but I'm going to buy you well, two I'm cars different. today. How does that sound? You're the only one. You're a the black only one.
1: Fifty-seven Chevy with okay. a fuel injection, competition plus four-speed with an enamel right. knob. I like a good, (laughs) good, good Schieffer clutch in it. All right. There you go. Does that tell you what I want?
0: (laughs) I know exactly what you want. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what makes you so special.
1: I have a Ferrari. I don't talk about it much, but I do have a little Dino Ferrari that I've had since 1975. Oh, my uh, gosh. It's my little red baby. And I I appreciate cars, I appreciate the, the quality. I'm really looking forward to the car show this weekend to get to rub shoulders with some $12 million cars it's just an honor for me to be invited to and it's great to be neutral cuz i can go to everything yeah, that's
0: yeah what's absolutely that's
1: what's wonderful
0: yeah. what's the best way for my listeners to keep up with what you're doing and learn about you are you active in social media do you have a website
1: oh um, Often known, it's it's been a it's been a trauma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In fact, I talked to a girl this morning about redoing it. So bear with me, and they get some things straightened out. I had some legal okay. matters, and I had somebody that flew the coop on me. It's really difficult to trust someone that can really take care of you on that. But yeah, I'm an old fashioned girl. Write me a letter, PO Box nine three four eight, Guna, uh 92652 I love that. But you can go on and... uh my niece is running it a little bit right now for me. So, okay, But I'm not cool. a real social media person like I am a people person. I'd rather talk to you. I'd rather be there for you. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like to spend time on the computer, as you can see, because I don't like them. <laughs> I really don't. And I know uh, it's not smart, but maybe some of you guys out there can teach me some good-looking guy. There between, you go. Oh, 50 and, and 70 would be be perfect. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I'll come over and help you anytime, Linda. I've okay. learned had to learn this. Okay, game. I've had to learn this game myself. It's uh, yeah, it's a moving yeah. target that's always on the move. It is but a moving I'll
1: tell
0: you, target. Yes. It is, but but I'll tell you, Linda, getting to meet you in person was so special. Um, you were kind enough to say hi to my mom and my sister that were there. They they made a special trip to visit sweet. us. So sweet. For that and weekend. your
1: photographer Bernstein yep. was
0: so sweet. Yep, Steve love, took some great some of those pictures, pictures of you. Now. I will. I'll send them to has, you.
1: Yeah, you absolutely. All your listeners, are y'all hearing this, Mark's going to send me some photographs from Mr. I am. Bernstein, I'm Mr. sending you some
0: pictures. Steve did a great job. Linda, hey, yes, thanks he for calling funny. in today and spending some time with me. This has been so much fun. You're very welcome. Uh, I, I, I want to appreciate I'll be appreciate, waiting
1: for that reliable truck to pull up in front of my house. Oh, and okay. Okay. Cars.
0: <laughs> okay, well I'm I'm gonna get to work on that. It may take me a little while, All you know, ideas. but I'm gonna get to work Thank on it. Thanks so for being much. so generous until you and I talk again. I'll see you down the road. And,
1: and to the youth market, uh, yeah, I just need to know a little bit more about computers, but I do check my emails and I do if you wanna to write to me, Elvon five hundred at yahoo dot com.
0: There you go. Thank you everybody. Linda, okay. have a wonderful rest Thank of your you. day. Bye, You're y'all. a sweetheart. You. Bye bye.